Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Galatians Podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Monica. And we are so excited for today's episode. We hope you enjoy and have a great week. Now let's get into it. Okay, so today we are talking about hearing God in ways that we can hear God and how he wants us to listen to him. Yes. So this is throwing back to some some past episodes where we have like key points and Bible verses, which we do every episode. So I was going to say, don't about. we do that every time? Anyways, so let's just get right in. All right. So, um, basically our first little segment is going to be about, you know, kind of how we hear God and what are some of the truths, I guess, to hearing God. Yeah. Our first little point for y'all is that um, just essentially, you know, we are really good about expressing our words to God and we know that he listens to us, but we don't do a good job of listening to him. So I think I can touch on this super personally, personally because, um, you know, sometimes when I'm praying and I'm asking God for things, I'm like, I know you hear me, but I don't hear anything you're saying in response. So are you even there? Do you even hear me? And I think that we go into that with the wrong perspective sometimes and that um, God is talking to us. We're just not listening loud enough. Is that, a good, <laughs> is that even a thing? Enough. We're not listening know. loud enough to God. <laughs> and so I'm going to say that. Everyone knows what I mean. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Yeah, and I feel like also in a conversation when you're talking to somebody, like responding is a big part of the conversation. You have to engage, you have to talk, you have to, you know, yeah, make your points across. Mm-hmm. But you also have to listen and you have to know that you're also respecting what the other person is saying and you're hearing what they're saying as well. So it's a two-way conversation and the same goes with God. And again, like Lauren said, we're really good about asking, asking, asking and getting our desires across to God. But he also calls us to do things, and he he knows that we know he's there, but he wants us to truly, truly listen to him. Yeah. Um. So I'm about to say something deep. Go. And it's only two minutes or so into this episode. But not deep, deep. But anyways, <laughs> um, I think a lot of the times, kind of touching on what I said earlier, um, we are listening wrong. And we get so wrapped up in listening that we end up talking more than we're using our ears. So it's just like kindergarten. Like we're just so busy running around trying to hear God that we're not even just sitting still, kind of touching on our last episode. We're not even just giving him a chance to speak because we're so focused on trying to hear him. It's almost like in math today. I was doing <laughs> I was doing a math problem, right? But or I was like going ahead of my teacher, and then this was yesterday actually. And then he's like, you only have to do the odds. Well, I already started on the evens. Yeah, it shouldn't be hard. It's like if you're talking to somebody, okay, let's have a conversation. I'm going to show you what this is like. So let's just talk. So, hey, girl. Hey. So, oh, wait, what'd you say? Wait, wait, I can't hear you. Wait, what'd you say? What'd you say? Oh, I wait, hold on. I can't hear you. Are you there? Wait, where'd you go? That's what it's like when we're trying too hard to hear God. That was a dumb example because it's silly. But, you know, that's the point. Like, Maybe it's dumb that we're doing that because we're trying so hard to hear God that we're not even letting him speak sometimes. Yeah, like interruption, you know? Yes. Um. So the next point. Oh, wait, hold on. Go ahead. Adding on to that last thing I'm going to say is also 
sometimes we have our own agendas and we have our own timeline. So when God doesn't respond in the way or the time that we think he's going to, then we start to interrupt him, quote unquote, and we start to talk over him and we start to question if he's listened to us because we had the idea that he would answer like the way we wanted. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Um, So our next kind of point is we tend to listen to a lot of different voices and that be the news, whether it be social media, in our jobs, whatever it is, we tend to only want to hear the voices that we want to hear or in a way just have selective hearing. I know that that's been used in me because a lot of times I tend to only hear what I want to hear. (laughs) Um, And we, we just choose what we want to hear and we tune out everything else. But in reality, God has a different and a bigger and a better plan, but we don't hear it and we don't acknowledge it because we want our plan to work out. And not everything God is going to say is what we want to hear, obviously. I mean, we all have our plans and they don't always go according to our plan, but God's plan. And a lot of times what he's talking about is trials and testing us and our hardships, but We don't want to hear all those things. We only want to Mm -hmm. hear the good stuff and the stuff that we want to hear. So we have to have a mindset of listening to everything he has to say and not just selecting the things that we want to hear. Because even if it's not what we want to hear, God is speaking those things out of compassion and out of love for us. Yeah, for sure. Okay, there's either ash or snow falling from the sky, and I can't tell which one. Speaking of selective hearing, (laughs) no, just kidding. Um... Yeah, those were really good points. Um, I lost my train of thought because I got distracted by the snow. The ash. Yes, it's, it's definitely not, not snow. <laughs> it's like 70 degrees outside. Anyways. Yes, so um, I think a lot of times we try and listen for the wrong thing. So a lot of people hear God differently, and this isn't going to apply to everybody the same way because it's different for everybody the way that we interpret and hear God and what he's saying. But um, God's voice isn't always a literal voice. In fact, I don't know anyone who can verbally hear God talking like human language. But um, we see God in nature, and we can hear him through different aspects that way. Um, A lot of people... um, say that they hear God most through dreams or they just get a feeling of what the kind of like a conscience, but you know, more divine than that. So um, it's different for everybody and it's not going to be the same ever for anyone because you know, that's, and I think it makes it more personalized the way that God chooses to speak to people differently, because if he spoke to all of us the same, then it would kind of sound more like a blanket response. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. if I have a dream that my prayer is being answered and I have a dream that like it happens in my dream, then that's way more personal. And it's like, Oh, God's talking to me rather than just, um, I don't even know another example because God doesn't do that, but (laughs) things like that. Yeah. And we can just hear him even through words. Like I know that a lot of people think like signs and coincidences and they see God through that. But a lot of people that aren't believers just think, oh, that's just funny that that happened to be, but I like to call this, I think I heard this somewhere, I don't know where, but God incidences, (laughs) pretty clever, eh? 
Um, but yeah, there's lots of different ways we can hear him and that he's working in our lives. And we just have to really open our hearts, open our minds, open our ears to all of the outlets that God is trying to speak to us, whether it be our gifts and talents, whether it be nature, all of those things. Yeah. Um, so another point is that um, God doesn't want, you know, excuses for why we haven't been listening. And I feel like this is more, you know, directed towards praying because it's hard to explain, but God is talking to us. And it's what I said earlier, you know, if we're not listening to God and we're not actively trying to hear him, but instead we're trying too hard. So it's a, it's kind of hard to explain because it's a fine balance. You know, you don't want to try too hard because then you get wrapped up in your own voice, but you don't want to just not try at all to hear God. But sometimes you just have to sit in the silence and that's when he speaks the loudest. Wow. That was a deep thought, <laughs> but um, God doesn't want excuses for why we haven't been listening or acting on what he's telling us because, you know, all of his creation and the sky and wind and fire <laughs> and all of these things obey God. There's songs written about that. So will I by um, Hillsong yeah. is exactly what that said. But um, so he's saying, all of these things I've created can listen and obey me. I created you, so we don't have an excuse to why we can't do the same thing. Exactly. Um, I was listening to uh, Stephen Furtick. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Whatever. Um, I think that's right. I was, yeah, I was listening to one of his messages, and he was talking about hearing God, and he was talking about, like, say, he, his example was when you're, like, researching a call like for to buy a new car mm -hmm. um he's explaining like you start seeing that car like everywhere on the road or like your car yes. you notice it everywhere and whenever you see it on the road you're like oh my gosh we have the same car um anyway similarly with god he doesn't stop directing you towards the way your plan is supposed to go and a lot of times he he repeats himself over and over and over again until we see it or until we like listen to him and obey him and like maybe you'll see, you'll hear something in a song and then you'll hear it through your friend's mouth and then you'll hear, you'll see it on an Instagram post and mm -hmm. he's just repeating that and he's using those outlets to get his point across and we have to be, I guess, aware that that is happening and that aware, aware that God is trying to speak to us and again, he, he repeats those things and he never stops talking to you and he never stops calling you. He doesn't just leave you because you didn't listen to him, he will keep trying to get your attention, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, and one of the most important things, I think, of this topic is that God knows we're human, and he knows, like, some, he knows how we hear him, and he knows what is beyond our brain capacity limit, you know, all of those things, so he knows how we were made, because, hello, he made us, and so he's not gonna, um, say anything whether that be literally or figuratively he's not going to say anything that we won't be able to grasp so sometimes he might repeat things because he knows we're not going to understand the first time but he's really going to make sure that his point is driven home and that we're going to understand that and he's not going to stop trying until we get that point yeah so I think it was May's mom actually that sent me this video and it was actually really cool so basically it was just like a video of like a live church service, whatever. Yeah. And um, the pastor 
picked a lady from the audience and they blindfolded her basically and told and the pastor was directing her like saying go right go left take three steps forward to the pew in front of you like that type of thing um and then there was a different pastor that started speaking and started saying instructions but she didn't listen and she didn't move and follow the instructions because she knew that wasn't the voice that she was following originally Mm. and the same thing is with god and the devil because the devil disguises himself so well and he sounds a lot like god and he wants to rattle us he wants to persuade us and tempt us to do the wrong thing and he uses the world around us he uses Basically, he tries to disguise his voice to sound like God. But the more we really dive into God's word and try and listen to him and really just grow our relationship with him, the more easily we'll be able to recognize that it's God's voice talking and it's not the devil. And her not moving when the other voice started talking showed not only that we shouldn't listen to instructions that aren't from God, but also that we need to trust God's voice because she was blindfolded. She very easily could have tripped over something, but she didn't because she trusted that God's voice was showing her and not even showing because she was blindfolded, (laughs) but telling her where to go. Yeah, I think an example that also kind of hits that point is that, so the first thing that came to my mind is that me and my sister have pretty similar voices like it's obviously different but if you don't know us well like sometimes my parents will even like one of us will say something and they think it's the other one Uh and I think obviously that's because we're sisters and whatnot but I think that the same thing can apply to um God and the devil because their voices can sound similar they're completely different people my sister and I are completely different people we're not the same person and not to compare one of us to the devil, but <laughs> um, God yeah. and the devil are complete opposites. opposites yeah. But their voices can sound so similar unless you're really familiar with who God's voice is. So I think um, if you're not, if you pick out the differences, you know, sometimes you'll get a, what am I trying to say? Like a feeling or like. Sometimes you'll get um, direction, and if you're trying to decide if it's from God or Satan, you know, you have to be able to tell what comes from God. Does that make sense? That was a really hard way to explain that. But you have to know what fruit God bears and what he, who he is and what he's like so you don't get confused because they can sound similar, and that's the whole point. The devil's going to try and tempt us and to get us to follow him because, um, he's the devil. (laughs) Yeah. And to decipher like which one's God, which one's the devil, you just really have to ask yourself those questions. Like, is this decision out of love? Is it out of like the fruits of the spirit? Like whatever it is, you just have to ask yourself those questions. And when you make a decision, you should always feel peace. And that's when you know that it was from God, I feel like. Yeah. Um, I will admit I'm not 100% prepared. I did not come with what I wanted but that's okay because I can post this on Instagram this week to, you know, tie into this episode. But someone told me um, there's like a checklist you can go through of things to tell whether or not something's from God. And it's super helpful. And it's just like things from the Bible that we know to be true of him. So I'll post that on Instagram sometime this week because I definitely forgot to bring it. But (laughs) so our last point before we get into our Bible verses 
is just a little pro tip that I have learned along the way <laughs> is to a lot of times I'll hear a quote or something and I'll know I should write it down, but I'm too lazy and I don't. And then the next day I'll be like, wow, I really wish I wrote oh that down gosh. because that was a good quote or a good song or a good author and I completely forget it. So if you don't hesitate, just don't hesitate. That's what's great about like our phones nowadays because we yes. have the notes app or we can just text ourselves. So just remember those things. I, just write it down. This is kind of random, but kind of exactly on point. Um, it's October. Correct. You're welcome. <laughs> and so October is usually the time of year when my grandparents will start asking me for what I want for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Because especially this year with, you know, possibly Everyone delayed shopping because of shop, COVID yeah. and whatnot. Um, they're asking earlier than they usually do. But this year I've actually had a list. I don't know if it's because I've been home so much, so I've <laughs> figured out what I need. But um, I have a list and I, it was just something I came up with in my head. And my mom one day told me to write it down because she knew they were going to ask soon. And I wrote down a couple of things, but not all of them because the bigger ones, I was like, oh, I'll remember that. So this happened two days ago. We sat down and we pulled up Amazon and my mom told me to just put things on my wish list that I wanted. And I could not think of it. I couldn't think of anything. And it's so funny because literally like two weeks before, if you asked me what I wanted for Christmas, I could have given you 10 (laughs) things, but I couldn't even come up with one. So definitely that is a good point. And definitely write down things that just, you might even not realize that it's from God until later. Um, That's why things like prayer journals can be so powerful because you can see like, (coughs) sorry, you can see like, um, how those got answered and how God was working. So write things down. Yeah. And maybe you'll notice something throughout the day. That's like, Oh, I should pray for that person. And then when uh-huh. you get home, you might've forgotten. So just whatever it is, just whether it's a Christmas wish list <laughs> or a quote that you heard on TV, just write it down. Don't yes. hesitate because I know I regret not writing things down. Anyways, now onto our Bible verses. Our first Bible verse for this episode is 1 Chronicles 28.8, which says, So now I charge you in the sight of Israel and of the assembly of the Lord. And in the heading, or I don't think that, I think that's a tough Heating? And in the heating of God? Isn't that what people think? No, that's a word. Heating is a word. Oh no. I don't know if that's right. I'm just going to double check. Fact checked that. First Chronicles 28.8 says, So now I charge you in the sight of all Israel and of the assembly of the Lord and in the hearing of our God, Close be enough. careful to follow all the commandments of the Lord your God, that you may possess this good land and pass it on as an inheritance to your descendants forever. And I feel like this point, or this verse, I guess, is showing that the commandments we should be listening to should only be from God. And also that we should really learn to not be fooled by the devil's voice or to listen to other voices because then the future generations, we won't be showing them how awesome God's voice is, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next generations will become less and less, or I guess in the verse it described descendants, um, but will be less and less able to hear God's voice. So we really want to make sure that we're truly listening and following his commands. Yeah. Um, to be fair, heating is also a word. So our next verse is Zechariah 7, 11 through 13, which says, But they refused to pay attention. Stubbornly they turned their backs and covered their ears. 
They made their hearts as hard as flint and would not listen to the law or to the words that the Lord Almighty had sent by his spirit through the earlier prophets. So the Lord Almighty was very angry. When I called, they did not listen. So when I called, wait, so when they called, so when they called, I would not listen, said the Lord Almighty. Yeah. And so that was the Lord trying to talk to Zachariah. Yeah. Zacchaeus. Zachariah. I don't know. Anyways. And so at the end, um, the Lord is saying, when I called, they did not listen. So when they called, I would not listen. So when we don't listen to God and respect him, he won't want to listen to us if we're just going to ignore him. Like it's a waste of his time. Right. So um, that verse is really convicting because instead we should listen and open our hearts and open our ears to what God is trying to reveal to us and not be stubborn and ignore it. Well, and it almost sounds twisted, like, but it's so true. If we're too loud to hear God, essentially, then he's, he might not give an answer until we're ready to just be still because he knows we're not going to soak in whatever he's trying to tell us. Yeah. So sometimes when it feels like God is quiet, I think there's meaning behind that. I mean, there's always meaning behind yeah. it. It's not that he doesn't care. He's not listening. But it's for a reason. Yeah. But he might just be waiting because he knows we're not going to accept what he's telling us until we're ready to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, our next verse is John eight forty seven, which says, whoever belongs to God, hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. So that's another convicting one, just that we really, really have to devote ourselves to God to hear what he's saying, because otherwise we won't. And that's the whole, like, you have to know God to hear God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, our next verse is Job. 37 2 which says (laughs) dang it which says listen listen to the roar of his voice to the rumbling that comes from his mouth yeah so this just tells us to listen yeah honestly (laughs) this is obvious like listen listen to his voice and that's just a really good reminder okay so our next verse i'm not actually going to read it because it's basically all of first samuel 3 specifically one through nine so i'm going to give the summary that i wrote out so basically samuel didn't really know god and eli i like to say that it's his buddy i don't know exactly i should have the relationship yeah maybe (laughs) but they they weren't like brothers though i don't know yeah they were friends but basically eli was exhausted and Samuel was hearing a voice, and he thought that that voice was Eli, but really it was God, and he kept calling Samuel, but Samuel kept saying, like, Eli, and Eli kept denying it was him, because it wasn't Eli, it was God, but Samuel didn't know that, and he was, I guess, like, ignorant to that fact, Um, so this is one of those moments when I think it would be super fun to be God, because (laughs) God's kind of, like, fooling Samuel, even though he didn't really mean to, but it's still kind of funny, you know? Yeah. God would be like, bruh, it's me, you dummy, (laughs) to (laughs) Samuel. But anyways, um, long story short, Eli, obviously the smarter one, realized that it was God, but Samuel didn't. Um, But then he finally caught on. (laughs) And this is when Samuel told the Lord that he was listening. And the Lord went on to tell Samuel that he was going to do something over Israel, and he ended up speaking to Samuel through his voice, and I think that's pretty cool. He kind of transformed Samuel yeah. into hearing him, that's even though like, he was very, didn't realize it was him at first. What's that movie called? 
um, about the ice. <laughs> ice age? No. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. Um, I don't know what movie you're talking um, about. Breakthrough. Oh. oh, I haven't seen that yet, but I really want to see it. Okay. So. so, if you haven't seen the movie, it's about this boy who falls through a frozen lake, and it's based on a true story. It is a true story. It's like a, not a, it's based on a true story. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think it's in Minnesota or something really cold. Yeah, something so. like that. He falls through the frozen water, and then by the time the firefighters get there, they can't find him on the radar machine. Detector thing. Yes. Yeah. Because um, I think it was a pretty big lake or it something. It's probably like something a thermal, happened. Like to yeah, something happened view. so that they couldn't find him. And um, the they were about to leave and just assume that he had died under the water. But one of the firefighters who wasn't a Christian said that he heard a voice saying, go back, go back. So they went back and they were able to find him. And then long story short, this is a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear the ending, then skip ahead. But it's, I mean, not that big of a deal because it's like in the movie, but (laughs) um, he ends up living. And so they find him and they rescue him and he is in the hospital for a really long time, but he ends up living. And um, the firefighter goes to see his dad. His dad's a pastor at the end of the movie and he said I don't know what that voice was but I just I'm not a Christian it what it couldn't have been God I don't believe in God and his dad's like trying to convince him that it was God because it was God nice. that's my summary <laughs> all right so if you get anything out of this episode before we move on to songs it's just to really open your eyes your ears whatever it is close your mouth and open your ears to what god is trying shut to up say and yeah shut <laughs> up and listen exactly can we title this episode that yeah sure okay that's a good one good job <laughs> anyway so yes just listen to what god is trying to tell you and it's not always a very distinct voice and yeah. you have to look for it you have to listen for it and it could it's going to be unique to you so yeah so now our songs we Um, have five for this episode yes we do so first one is word of god speak is that what it's called yeah i didn't know that's what it was called i didn't either i thought it was just like word of god um by mercy me and then our second one okay i have to give a disclaimer i'm not going to add this to our playlist because it's one of those like 10 minute long worship songs but it's really good if you get the chance to listen to it um, my first time listening to it was today when I was finding songs for this episode, but it was really good. Did you listen to the whole 10 minutes? Um, no. <laughs> That's why I'm giving a disclaimer. We don't know if it's good, so. But the first part was very good. I listened to the first couple of minutes. <laughs> Anyways, the song is Voice of God, and it's by Dante Bow or Bow, um, Stephanie Gretzinger, and Chandler Moore. Cool. Yeah. Our next song is called Evidence by Josh Baldwin. Our fourth song is called Constellations by Ellie Holcomb. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but I had never heard this song before today either, but it's also very good. I love this next song. This is a good sing in the shower song. I speak from experience. And this time, (laughs) this episode, we actually found songs that go with our theme, so. Yeah, props to (laughs) us. Um, Really, Monica. Monica found these songs. I did, but I'll pretend like I You know them and they're good. Yep, I approve. Um, our last song is I'm Listening by Chris McClarney and Holland. So those are all very good songs to remind us to listen to God, and we hope you guys enjoyed this episode.
As usual, we have some closing announcements. Head over to our Instagram and follow us at The Galatians Podcast to give us input on our episodes, see uplifting messages, and even see our current favorite things. If Instagram doesn't work for you or you would rather email us, we also have an email, which is the.galatians.ml at gmail.com. Feel free to give us episode suggestions, prayer requests, and more. We would greatly appreciate it if you could share our podcast with your friends and family and leave a rating and review wherever you can. Don't forget to share your light and praise the Lord. We'll see you for our next episode. Bye! Bye.